Peace, what's good? It's your boy Jacoby Ryan back again for another episode of the More I Know The More I Don't podcast. Uh, thank y'all for tuning in. If this is your first time, of course, I appreciate you being here and giving this the opportunity and giving this your time. Uh, I know it's valuable and I hope that this provides you value in the meantime. Um, if this is uh, if you're a returning listener, thank you, of course. We fam. Uh, appreciate y'all rocking with me, man. It means more than you know. Um, this is now week number 31. I'm a 52 and 365, uh, 31st episode of the More No Tomorrow Don't podcast, and I'm feeling good about it, man. I'm really excited about the future. I've got some really dope news in the the last couple of weeks, Um, so I'm excited about that, and I'll I'll tell y'all about that throughout this episode. Um, But of course, we just dropped ever since I found you this past Friday, this past week. Uh, So we on that, and that's produced by DG Beats once again. Uh, He produced last week's song as well, as well as some other ones this, this year. Um, it's a little R&B joint. It's a little different from my lane, but we in there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so we got week 31. Um, and, of course, uh, just housekeeping stuff for those. If this is your first time, the More Little More I Don't podcast is basically uh, chronicling the, the campaign that I'm doing this year in 2019 called 52 and 365, where I'm basically uh, putting a new song out every week and a new video out every week and a new podcast every week that explains that song every week. So, um and that's all year. So right now we're on week 31. Um, you're here week 31. Catch yourself, catch yourself up if you're not caught up. Um, uh, yeah, get with it. Uh, but other than that, um, some news we got. Uh, it's basically, of course, Bone Thugs and Harmonies tonight. Putting this out on Wednesday. Uh, we got Bone Thugs and Harmony. To, I'm opening for them tonight. Um, and then we have uh, the Making a Mad video shoot. Uh, appreciation get together kickback on the 24th. Um, it's a private joint, so I need you to uh, email Jacoby at jacobyryan.com. Um, just email your name, and we'll send the address on the day of the event on that Saturday morning. Um, be a dope, dope, dope thing, dope setup. I um, mean, I'm also starting 20 minute visits this week. Um, what's 20 minute visits basically is I'm gonna tweet out in the morning and Instagram and Facebook. I'm, I'm gonna put on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook where the show is going to be at the day of. It's going to be that afternoon or that evening. And I'm only going to be there for 20 minutes. The show's only 20 minutes long. And whoever shows up uh, for the majority of the ones I'm doing this year, or this uh, this month, you get a free merch package at the end of this month. Because um, I'm, I'm putting out my merch uh, this month. So, uh, yeah. And then lastly, uh, we just got word with my dog, Dr. View, and my homies, the space program. We just got word that uh, we'll be in Chicago from August 26th to the 30th, um, helping out with, with with about 200 students out of the Barack Obama and Michelle Obama, or President Obama and, and Miss President Obama uh, School of, of Fine Arts, STEM, Technology, and Leadership. So uh, we'll be out there in Chicago. It's my first time being in Chicago, so I'm excited for that. Um, get to see my dogs I'm with to school with and get to kick it with the bros from uh, the space program. So it's always good to build with the homies. Um, but yeah, man, we just excited. And then, of course, some other things that are underlying um, everything that, that hopefully I can talk about in the future. But I like how everything progressing, you know what I'm saying? I'm feeling real good. I got the mixes back for, for the next couple of months. Um, and, man, I'm just excited to put these songs out and, and show y'all what we got. Um, but like I said, man, thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for giving us the opportunity. Thank y'all for giving us the time. Uh, let's get into it. All right, so the first thing that I want to talk about today is uh, is faith. 
know what I'm saying? You would think, of course, ever since I found you an R&B song, I want to talk about love and all that shit, but nah, I don't want to talk about that at all. I never want to talk about that. Uh, I'm never in that mood, but uh, we may get into it at some point. Um, but for today, I want to just talk about faith and that concept and just some things about that. Um, <clears throat> so I was reading a book uh, recently, and it, it said basically effort and intention are enough, you know what I'm saying? And that struck a chord with me because um, uh, a lot of the times we base our work and our progress on results that are outside of our control, you know what I'm saying? We base it on... I'm going to make this amount of money. I'm going to get this amount of people to listen to it. I'm going to get this amount of people to like it. I'm going I'm to get this many shares. I'm going um, to uh, be the best in the in the city. I'm going to be the best in the world. I'm going to um, just these different things. You know what I'm saying? It's, they're completely out of your control. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to uh, be the highest scoring score this year. You know what I'm saying? Just things that are not in your control. That, a lot of things that affect it that are outside of your control. You know what I'm saying? And so when I read that, it, it kind of articulated to me how, like, um, that's really what faith is, you know what I'm saying? Where we, if we have a goal and we base the goal on standards that we set ourselves that are completely in our control, you know what I'm saying? That are based on strictly effort and based strictly on how you're doing it, based strictly on why you're doing it, you know what I'm saying? Not based on what's going to happen after that or, or what's this going to get you or how this going to make you look, but no, nah, it's based on how disciplined are you? How much have you stuck to your plan? How much have you uh, been committed? You know what I'm saying? Um, how much work have you put in for it? That's the only real um, reward. and That's the only real uh, uh, marker, you know what I'm saying, that you can set. Because everything else is outside of your control. That's all you can control. So, like, the only goal for me personally is, like, am I am I committed? You know what I'm saying? Am I doing what I, what I said I was going to do? Am I, am I doing everything in my power to make this happen? If so... The rest ain't, ain't, ain't got nothing to do with me. You know what I'm saying? That's where faith come in. Where, like, I have the intention of doing this for this reason. And I know why I'm doing it. I know my why. And now I have to know my how, you know what I'm saying, and stick to that plan. And that's where faith comes in because when you when you only look at the things that, that are in your control, there's a lot of the other things that affect if you're successful or you fail. And it's easy for us to get caught up in that. It's where it's like, oh, I got to make sure I, I succeed or I, I don't fail. And but at the end of the day, you can't control a lot of the things that, that determine that, you know what I'm saying? Um, but what you can control are those two things, your intention and your effort. So that's where faith comes in, where it's like, okay, I'm going to do everything in my power to do what I can to make this happen. But I'm going to also understand that I may be doing all this for no reason. Like, I may fail completely, and I'm cool with that, you know what I'm saying? Because my reward is the work, you feel me? Um, and I think that's that's where a lot of the, the faith comes in, where a lot of people, like, are scared. A lot of people are scared to take that mentality, where they're scared to only worry about what's in their control and completely disregard everything outside of their control. And it's, I understand it because it's, it's human condition, you know what I'm saying, where we want to be in control, we want to be comfortable, and it's hard to, to acknowledge the fact that we don't control much of anything, really, other than ourselves, you know what I'm saying? And that's where, like, you, I don't believe that you can um, hang on to anything and, and really have faith, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, the essence of faith is that you've let go because you understand that what's should happen is gonna happen. You know what I'm saying, and um, so yeah. So I feel like that mentality itself has been really good for me. Um, I haven't ever articulated it to myself, but I've always followed. Or I followed that probably for the past three or four years. Um, so I thought that was really dope. Um, another part of faith that I wanted to talk about uh, was basically just like how in, in what we just talked about, like how comfortable um, 
we want to be, you know what I'm saying? And the human addiction to comfortability, um, where we can't be comfortable and faithful at the same time. What I mean, it's, I mean, I can't, I can't say that. Um, and, and mind you, for people who this is your first time listening, you might hear some sounds. I'm doing my buildings. This is what I do uh, as a job. Um, I clean buildings. But uh, the addiction to comfortability paradigm um, in this is like, it's interesting because like, and on one hand, you can't be comfortable and faithful at the same time. But at the other hand, on the other hand, if you're faithful, you're comfortable being uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's, it's kind of a, I guess, a double meaning, I guess, uh, or whatever you call that. Uh, <laughs> um, but it's that's what it is, you know. And with that being the case, uh, I think... When we look at human nature and how much we crave being comfortable, uh, we see how much or how little we're, we're, we're comfortable being uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I think that's a big part of why we live lives that we're not happy about because we're afraid of the unknown. We're afraid of if, uh, if I do this, am I going to make enough money? Like when I started... Uh, Performing myself like probably seven, eight years ago now. Um, a big fear of mine was like <clears throat> people who see me didn't know me. Are they going to look at me different? Am I going to, are they still going to be cool? You know what I'm saying? With me. When I started my business and I was calling people, asking them to meet with me, a big fear of mine was like, what they going to think of me? You know what I'm saying? They're going to think I'm a, a network marketer. They're going to think I'm a telemarketer. They're going not going to be my friend no more. They're going to ignore my call, so on and so forth. And, all these fears were valid, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying the fear is invalid and the, the fear of being uncomfortable is valid, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying it's not, but it's not con- it's not constructive, you know what I'm saying? It's more detrimental and destructive than constructive, in my opinion. Um, <clears throat> where, yeah, all those are very valid fears and very valid um, things that could happen. But so what? If they do happen, so what? Like, what's, what's the big idea, you know what I'm saying? Um, and it's not even that. It's more so just having the faith that what you're doing is worthy of doing it. It's worthy of the risk. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's that's where it comes the intentions, you know what I'm saying? Where what you're doing, you should think about why you're doing it and and weigh like is this worth the risk that it costs, you know what I'm saying? And and move forward based on your own discretion. Um and that's how I think faith gets built because when we look at that ourselves and we take it upon ourselves to be like, okay, this is what I want to do. This is how I want to do it. This is why I think I should do it. This is what the risk is, and I'm, I'm okay with that. This is worth it. And we own that, and I feel like that allows our faith to grow, you know what I'm saying? And we have no choice but to be faithful at that point because we don't have anything else to rely on, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's just us, um, which brings me to my next point, which is um, the the uselessness of advice, you know what I'm saying, and the misdirection of advice. I mean, we talked about this a couple of times before in the podcast where um, a lot of advice... Um, a lot of times, advice, period, I mean, most of the time, in my opinion, but, like, this is for me. I mean, it's that different for everybody else. I can't tell you how advice sits in, for you, you know what I'm saying, or how it contributes to your growth or, or development. But in my opinion, um, advice is completely useless. Um, and I, I'm I'm feeling stronger and stronger about that as I as I uh, learn more and more about this journey. Um, and not saying that people don't have stuff that are this valuable to give or valuable information to give to people. I feel like giving information, providing information, 
is different than giving advice. You know what I'm saying? I feel like giving advice has come to mean, um, in my world, somebody who wants the glory of, hey, I taught you this, or hey, I told you this, so you better do it. And it's like, how do you give me advice that you're requiring me to use? Like, that's, that don't even make sense. That's weird, <clears throat> that's weird as shit. Um, but I found that to be the case a lot of times, you know what I'm saying? And even when it's it's not like that, even when it's completely well-intentioned, I think it's useless a lot of the times because everybody's journey is different, you know what I'm saying? And if you want to provide me your experience and say, hey, this is what I did, take what you need. If you can't take anything, that's cool too. But yeah, that's great. That's a great move, you know what I'm saying? You can get a lot of value from that. But when it's like, yo, this is what you do, this is how you do it, this is what to do, um, this is what you do here, call me after that, and then I'll tell you what to do next. Like, nah, like, that's not... I don't think that's good for anybody. You know what I'm saying? I had just seen a tweet recently uh, today that really explained well about how I feel where it said, if you come to me for validation or approval, I'm going to send you right back to yourself. Um, that's my love language. You know what I'm saying? Where it's not, it's not my responsibility and it's not my place to tell you anything or to prove anything. Like people ask me for my advice on their music and I'd be like, bro, I'll give you my advice, but first you got to understand that my opinion don't mean shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can sit here and have a worse opinion on it, but you could keep working and be great. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's why when, when new rappers or new artists, period, just get started with their art and they ask for advice and they ask for approval, it's like, bro, like, you're so early in the stage. Like, anybody's opinion is completely senseless. Like, nobody even knows. Like, it's in you. You know what I'm saying? And, um... So when people give advice, like I just feel like it make it, it then creates this thing where people are the, depending on that advice, you know what I'm saying? And now they don't depend on themselves. So they they're not faithful no more. If they are faithful, they faithful in something they got no somebody that got nothing to do with their work, you know what I'm saying? They got nothing to do with their journey, they got nothing to do with they what they supposed to be doing, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like advice distracts us and does more destruction a lot of the times than construction. Like it's people ask me for advice, I tell them, yo. I'm in the same boat as you, you know what I'm saying? I'm just trying shit, trying shit, trying shit. If I was to give you advice, I feel like I would knock you off your journey farther than you should be, or than you would be if I didn't, you know what I'm saying? I could lead you in a way where it's leading you further from where you need to go, you know what I'm saying? And it could could be completely, it can make complete sense to me as far as the advice goes in my head. It could be like, yeah, this this is definitely perfect for them to use. But in the grand scheme of things, we don't know, you know what I'm saying? And... I don't know shit enough about my own journey. So who am I to say, this is what you do on yours? You know what I'm saying? And I feel like most people, a lot of people should be a lot more upfront about that, about like, when they give advice, don't give it as like, this is certain to work. Like you are know it all because you don't, nobody does at any point. You know what I'm saying? But more so give it with humility as far as like, this is what I think happens. Um, this is what happened based on my experience, um, based on in my journey. Um, if you think it's valuable for you, take it. If not, leave it. Cool. Um, but then, again, going back to them tweets where it talked about uh, if you come to me for validation or approval, I'm going to send you back to yourself. Like, in addition to that, that's like, I feel like if you love somebody, you want to liberate them. You know what I'm saying? You want them to be free. And when people come to people for advice and people are oh, gung-ho about giving them advice, like, yeah, yeah, I'll give you advice. This is what you do. This is exactly what you do. Like, kind of like giving them rules to follow as opposed to advice for people to use if they need to use it. I feel like that's like, that's out of ego. That's not out of love. You know what I'm saying? Because if you love somebody, you want them to be free. You want them to face themselves. You want them to 
face their fears. You want them to grow and depend on themselves and to be confident in, in their own discretion and their own decisions, you know what I'm saying? And just feeding into that, that feedback loop of, hey, can you tell me this is good so I can finally think it's good? Like, nah, bro, like, if you think it's good, it's great. You know what I'm saying? Fuck what anybody else talking about. And at the same time, I can't get mad at a lot of people for not for not doing that and not feeling that way who do want to give advice because most people who give advice haven't really done shit. You know what I'm saying? I've noticed that, like, people who have really put in work or really accomplished things, a lot of the times they're, when you ask them for advice, they say, I mean, what do you want to know about? Like, they specify specifically first what you want to know about. And then a lot of the times they're like, man, I can't, I can't tell you what to do, but this is what worked for me. You know what I'm saying? That's what I've experienced in the majority of my interactions with successful people. You know what I'm saying? But the people who haven't really constructed anything are the ones who always, hey, this is what you should do. Hey, just like this. Hey, you didn't do that. Like, it's never, it rarely comes from ones who really have done it before. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, I think if you really love somebody, uh, you really want to liberate them. You know what I'm saying? And, and, feeding into their desire for approval outside of themselves is not loving in my opinion you know what i'm saying it's not real niggadom you know what i'm saying it's not what should happen i feel like and this is just me you know what i'm saying like when people come to me for advice i say yo i won't give you advice but i'll give you my experience about whatever you want to know about and i mean take what you need you know what i'm saying but i don't know what you need to know i don't know what you need to use like you got to follow your own voice and follow your own path and your own drum, you know what I'm saying? And, and and that way, you become better. And that's the development of your soul. Where now, like, you've done the inner work of asking yourself, <clears throat> this is what I've done. Why did I do it? Is it good? How do I find out if it's good enough? Do I ask somebody else? Do I ask my friends? Do I ask so-and-so? If I ask them, why does that make it better? You know what I'm saying? And, I mean, in my opinion, the answer to that would be, um, people think... What their friends say makes it approve makes it official or not, but it's because somebody outside of themselves said it. They're looking for approval outside of themselves, and a lot of the time, it's what we all do. You know what I'm saying? We all look for acceptance outside of ourselves, um, but it's not productive that way because it's always based on something that we can't control. Whereas, <clears throat> I believe we should more so it should be based on what are your own standards. You know what I'm saying? Is it sound good to you? Is it is it what you want to do? Um, is this what you like? Because when we look at, when we take complete ownership of it, then we got to think about why am I doing it? You know what I'm saying? Who am I talking about? Who am I, what am I trying to do here? Is this successful? What, what makes it successful? You know what I'm saying? Uh, what do I define as success? Is it somebody else telling me or is it me doing the work? You know what I'm saying? Is it, uh, the sales, um, what is it? And I go back to the first point where it's like, put your standards based on what's in your control that, that you can do, you know what I'm saying? Um, because I feel like in the development of our soul and our spirit, when we do those things and we liberate ourselves in that way from the opinions of others and the acceptance and validation of others, um, that grows our soul and that grows our spirit to where our faith gets so strong where we don't need anything but ourselves at that point as far as like our feedback loop and, and, and what our work uh approval of our work i guess you know what i'm saying and just being confident in what you do yourself to where you develop your taste enough to where now it's like okay i like this i don't like this it could be 50 million people in a room saying they don't like it but you you spent the time getting to know yourself and understanding what your intentions are um what your standards are so what they say don't matter you know what i'm saying and again like 
once if if things pop off for you, you know what I'm saying once they pop off for you, uh, and you know critics are everywhere. Um, to have that tough skin already developed and instilled in you from where you spent the time getting to know yourself and understanding why you think something's successful, why you think something's good, why it's why it's uh, why you approve of it, um, and it's not based on anything but you. That's the one constant. You know what I'm saying? So you can have three listeners or, or three million listeners. Um, at that point, no critic opinion matters because you know. You already understand. You know what I'm saying? You've done the inner work already. You have that thick skin. Whereas a lot of people who act out of ego, who, who, who don't do the inner work, as far as like appro- being, uh, approving their work themselves and doing that work themselves and not looking for external approval, a lot of the times they become slaves to the opinion. You know what I'm saying? And that's how people go crazy. I feel like, you know what I'm saying, where everything is based on nothing that you can control. So it's like you at the mercy of the world, and the world don't give a fuck about nobody. You know what I'm saying? People don't care about anything. They don't, they don't like, what got, what it got to do with them is the main question at the end of the day. is like, how does it benefit me? Why, why am I here? You know what I'm saying? What is this? Why am I spending my time with this? People don't care about what you got going on. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? Because we're humans, and... We're all here to figure out our souls and, and to fix ourselves. So, at the end of the day, it's best for everybody, in my opinion, to build their own self-discretion, build their own faith, and develop their own soul through that faith and through taking risks to require faith. Um, because nobody else's opinion matters. You know what I'm saying? Eper and Roper can get my, my my movie two thumbs down. They could still be one of the best movies ever. Like, I'm sure that's happened before. I, I didn't do any research on it or anything, but... I'm sure Rotten Tomatoes gave something a terrible score that ended up being one of the highest grossing, most watched movies. You know what I'm saying? There's definitely been Grammy snubs that have been legendary, have had legendary cultural impact. You know what I'm saying? So don't don't uh, use external approval as your measuring stick or as your your goal setting uh, tool because um, all that shit don't matter. And and not to mention. A lot of people who get who get their opinions, try to give advice. A lot of them be hating. A lot of them got ulterior motives. A lot of them insecure themselves, so they can't give you a valid um, perception or a valid uh, feedback because it's not unbiased. It's, it's, it's tainted with their emotions and their insecurities and things like that. Um, a lot of the time. So <clears throat> at the end of the day, in order for you to not be that person, I feel like the only thing that we can do is look within ourselves and, and have our own approval system and, and, and do it ourselves. Like, like when I'm in the studio, for, and this, this is the last thing I'm going to say, um, when I'm in the studio, like, I don't, and I do a verse. I used to, um, back in the day, <clears throat> when I was younger, I used to, like, do a verse and then ask the engineer, hey, how, how that sound? How would you think? And sometimes they'd be like, that's good. Sometimes I'd be like, I don't know. Sometimes I could tell they was faking, you know what I'm saying? So it got to a point where I was like, I would leave the studio with songs that they said were cool, that I didn't feel good about, but I was like, all right, cool, you said it's cool, cool. And I never put the song out because it was like, bro, I don't even like this. And it, it was all based on what they thought, not me, you know what I'm saying? But when I started to asking myself and doing that inner work as far as like, why, why, do I, why do I base my success or approval on what somebody else thinks? That's when I started going into the studio recording. And I, when, I went to the, when I went to the studio, I already had in my mind, okay, this is how I want it to sound. Um, this is what I want to do. This is uh, the the way that I'm gonna say it. I practiced it, and I go in and I do it until I did it that way. And I didn't ask the engineer nothing. I just do it until I did it the right way. They're like, all right, that's cool, good. 
And that's better for everybody. The engineer can work more efficiently. He ain't got to worry about giving his opinion and worrying about messing up chemistry, being honest if your shit whack, you know what I'm saying? Um, he can just do his job as far as what, he, what you hired him for. And you can do your plan, you know what I'm saying? You can execute your plan. I just feel like it's better that way um, when we have faith and take risks and, and allow that to develop our soul because at that point, like now, we got to look into ourselves, like, why do we do what we do? You know what I'm saying? Where do I find my approval from? Why do I find it from there? Um, if I find it from other people, what's wrong with me? You know what I'm saying? What do I need to fix? Um, if I find it within myself, what more do I need? What more can I do to make it better? Um, what am I not doing? You know what I'm saying? Uh, how is this helping me? So on and so forth. Uh, so, yeah, man, I just think us relying on ourselves is a lot more important. And I think a lot in this life is a lot more individualistic to our own personal journeys than we make it out the scene. I think we try to do these one-size-fits-all advice schemes and and campaigns, and it's just, I don't think it's ever really true. I feel like there's just so much in this world and so much we don't know about and so much that we're here for personally um, that's different than other people. Like, I don't feel like there is no one-size-fits-all piece of advice for everybody. Like, control what you can control, mind your business, and help where you can, you know what I'm saying? But other than that, live and let live. Alright, so ever since I found you, uh, that's what this week's song is. Um, again, it's a hip-hop R&B joint, a little different for me, produced by DG Beats, who is a cold mother, shut your mouth. Um, This song is like three, four years old. I was writing this like in 2017, for sure. Uh, and, or 2018, maybe, because I, I was living with my homie. Um, well, yeah, it was, uh, a <laughs> that was, a it's a dope song that I've been excited about, um, putting out just because, like, I, I, I showed it to my homie a couple years ago, and he was like, yeah, that's, that's gonna be dope, and, um, thinking about the video, you know, with the R&B joint, like, the video itself is probably gonna be, I don't know how y'all gonna take it, you know what I'm saying, um, but basically with the video, I wanted to, um, of course, include the concept of relationships but i didn't want to have just like some video vixen chick in there like i feel like i'm gonna keep it g like i feel like when local artists or when hip-hop artists period be having regular girls that like anybody can go meet or have conversations with in their videos and acting all like i don't know man just being a lot of like fake you know what i'm saying um i feel like that's corny i know i'm gonna end up doing that at some point with the videos and R&B chicks and uh, shit like that, but I don't want to do that when I can, when somebody can just go to the mall and see that same girl, or like somebody can like see her in the Walmart. You know what I'm saying? I just, I just rather it be a lot more exclusive type thing if you're in the video. Um, and honestly, like I'd rather just have my my girl. You know what I'm saying? In all my videos, but uh, that's a different story. I don't have no girl. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but so with this video, what we ended up doing was. Went to the art gallery, and I'm explaining all the story behind it so it'll make sense for y'all. Um, but the whole meaning of the video is that um, since I'm single, you know what I'm saying, and um, since the song is about a relationship, I just asked married couples to send me their engagement videos. Um, there was like kind of a soundtrack to the engagement, and the, it's setting, the setting is in the art gallery, you know what I'm saying? So the idea is that 
I'm walking around this art gallery. That's what I do. Like I mean, I go everywhere by myself. You know what I'm saying? I go to the movie by myself. I go eat by myself. Like I just, I love doing it. It's very therapeutic. Um, I get, I, I like thinking. You know what I'm saying? So it helps, and it's, it's just very comfortable, um, very soothing. Um, but the idea is that I'm, I'm at this art gallery by myself and looking at the art and some of the art that I'm looking at is these engagements and it's the relationships because like I feel like that is art you know what I'm saying for somebody to make that work and to get to that level and to hopefully like uh, stay there and work through that like that's a beautiful piece of art you know what I'm saying where it takes a lot it takes a lot to do that it's not easy um, very fruitful um, and it's very good for the soul and I think really anything good for the soul is art damn near um but yeah, I just that, that's the idea behind the video. So it's like I'm walking through an art gallery, admiring the art, and included in that art are these engagements. Um, so there's like a lot of random pictures, like Obama, and it's this crazy ass picture painting that was like her exhibit. that's like a white man holding the chain, holding his wife on a leash, um, and got the little black face and then you got jesus holding the cross on fire it's like white patriarchy and white supremacy embodied in the picture um which that was wild uh but it's mad crazy different pieces of art in there that's dope as fuck if you want to go to it it's 21c museum here in oklahoma city um it's free and open to the public i think 24 7. um they were cool about it and shoot there shut up 21c um but the song itself is basically i mean ever since i found you clearly um it's about falling in love, finding somebody who holds you down, um, and, and respecting that, you know what I'm saying, and showing appreciation for that. That shit is, that shit is rare, you know what I'm saying? And, and even more so than that, because I think there are a lot of good people out there who do that and who would do that when they find somebody they love. I think even more rare is like just timing and, and the right situations and uh, things like that, um, where if your soul ain't right, if... Uh, things ain't right for you in your life if things just ain't conducive to take care of somebody else or to like build with somebody else yet you know what I'm saying I just feel like all those things are important just as important and probably even more rare as far as like when things go together you know um, but it's a good feeling whenever it does because it is so rare um, that's just what the, what the song is about and just like expressing appreciation for how rare it is and how valuable it is to have somebody who make you feel that way, you know what I'm saying? And I wanted to show love to all my homies and people who support me, who are engaged and married by including them in the video. And I appreciate them for, for sending their videos in and allowing me to use that, use those um, for sure. So yeah, man, that's ever since I found you. Um, I actually wrote that while I was uh, living on my homeboy couch, you know what I'm saying? Uh, back in like 2017, 2018. And it wasn't really about nobody specifically, it was about just I mean, just how that feeling is, you know. Um, so yeah, that's ever since I found you, week thirty-one. That's what the video's about. Y'all probably gonna look at it like, what is this? Um, but yeah, uh, so that's week thirty-one, produced by DG Beats. Shout out to him. Uh, yeah. Other than that, uh, we got week thirty-two coming out next week. Uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony tonight. Uh, making a mad house get together. Uh, kickback appreciation night. Email me your names for that. And thank y'all for listening once again. 
of course, week 31, week 32 next week. Um, Y'all have a great rest of the week. Be great and be grateful. Peace.